Well, good morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily this Wednesday morning. So glad you could join us. Glad you stuck with us. Uh, it's not been easy reading this last couple of days, but uh, so glad you could be with us. Uh, just to say, tomorrow's bank holiday, as is Friday, so no Kings at Home Daily for uh, tomorrow or Friday. We'll be back on Monday. Um, okay. Meanwhile, we're going to go. We're about. We're in chapter sixteen of Revelation. Let's pray. And then we'll see what the Lord has for us this morning. So let's pray. What a joy, Lord, to be able to talk to you. Come into your presence and talk to you. To be able to say, Abba, Father. Lord, we're, as we read Revelation, we've been made so aware of your majesty, the, uh, just the glory of your presence. Who are we that we should come near and yet we've been made worthy by the blood of the lamb and so this morning we we come and we say lord what a joy to know you to walk with you to be able to talk to you please speak to us this morning i pray in jesus name amen okay well we're in chapter 16 of revelation and yesterday we had quite a tough time this vision that we're looking at at the moment each of these visions goes for speaking of the church age uh, from different perspectives and we're looking here at bowls of wrath and we've seen that actually there's many similarities to uh, the exodus and the plagues in egypt and it's as though in this vision we're being told there's another exodus coming we're we're going to be brought through to our promised land we're coming we're going to come we're going to be brought into the presence of the lord new heaven and new earth new exodus coming um and uh, of course the challenging side is that in the same way that that god judged egypt in order to uh to let the people go so god's judgment coming on uh, on people on the earth but in this case, it's, it's to bring them to repentance. And we, we read awful words yesterday. They refuse to repent and glorify him. They refuse to repent. And as God, as it were, God allows the, the, the things, the disasters, tragedies. He allows things to happen on the earth to, to bring people to repentance. It's his mercy that, that, that delays his coming, his grace that delays his coming, not wanting any to perish. Um, but so often people don't repent. They keep going on in their rebellious ways. Now, we've got a lovely thing today. We've seen in the previous visions that before the, before the last seal, the last trumpet, before we get to the, the, the last battle, as it were, the, last, the coming of the Lord, as things are sort of really hotting up, there's a pause. And it's a pause for the encouraging of the saints. Do you remember? Before the last seal uh, of that scroll was opened, there was a pause. So God's saying, I want you, dear people, I want my people to know that they're safe. They're going to be okay. And that first pause was about for the marking of the saints. You've got the mark of my ownership, the seal of the Holy Spirit. You're going to be okay. And then before the last trumpet sounded, there's that pause again. And God speaks, as it were, to the church. Your prayers are coming up before me. Your witness is going to be fruitful. Now there's another pause before we get to the last battle. Let's have a look at how the Lord wants to encourage us uh, this morning. So verse 14. This, uh, so we've seen with the sixth angel and the sixth bowl. 
Uh, the demonic spirits perform signs. They go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. Pause. Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed, clothed so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. See that blessing I told you before? I don't think I told you before. There are seven blessed attitudes, seven blessings in the book of Revelation. Seven's a very important number in Revelation. Seven days of creation, the number of perfection. And so here we've got a, 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 a B attitude, a blessed attitude, a blessing. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed. Blessed. Do you know that I, I'm, I've been provoked by this recently. There's a lot of these warnings in the New Testament. Paul, in his, his epistles, uh, so, so often says, you know, be, be awake, um, that your salvation draws near. Be alert. Uh, the, the, awake from your sleep, your, your, your slumber, O oh sleeper. Um, you know, it, it, a sense of alertness is so important for followers of Jesus. And I think it's very easy for us in our day to settle in our comfort. Whereas the New Testament would say to us so often, um, be alert, be awake. Don't uh, allow yourself to, uh, as it were, just get too comfortable. So here we are. Uh, look, behold, I'm coming like a thief. Now, the thing about a thief, it's not that he comes secretly with no one knowing. This, that illustration is used about, he, you just you don't quite know when he's going to turn up. Okay. Um, but, the reason I say that is that well, there was a movie some time ago called A Thief in the Night, speaking about a secret coming of Jesus. That's not what it's saying here. Everywhere I read in the Bible, the coming of Jesus is very noticeable, as we'll see in a minute. <laughs> Matthew 24 and so on. The coming of Jesus will be glorious. It'll be awesome. It'll be, yes, terrifying for some. It, it will be cosmic. It won't be silent. It won't be secret. Trumpets and thunder and lightning and everything but secret. So the, re the thing about the thief is you just don't know when he's coming. He tries to catch you off guard. Okay, that's what's being said here. All right? So, um, he, bless, blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go around naked. Um, that's speaking about our righteous acts let's keep living walking righteously let your good deeds be, be, be seen before others um, your witness is so important being alert ready for the coming of the Lord really really important and I, I often say at the end of a Sunday morning don't I when when folks are leaving hey church as you walk out look at the skies and remind yourself that one of these days those skies will be filled with the glory of the coming of Jesus we must live with that sense of imminence, uh, expectation. Let's, let's read on. They gather the kings together to the place in Hebrew is called Armageddon. So we're back now. So we're coming to the seventh bowl, the end. Armageddon. Okay, Armageddon. What is that all about? Well, if you're an Englishman, um, we have a saying in the English language that so-and-so is, they're facing their Waterloo. Okay, uh, Battle of Waterloo. Apologies to any French people looking in this morning. Um, it's in our language. It's it, it's a, a famous battle. Okay, Waterloo. We're going to face. And then what it's saying is Satan 
is going to have his Waterloo. Armageddon was just like Waterloo. It was a place where there would have been many battles. Uh, it was a crossroads uh, and a, a, a plain, say a crossroads. And that was, so it's, it was a place where there'd be many battles. So that's what it's saying. The Battle of, Water, of Waterloo, Armageddon. The beauty is, the wonderful thing is, actually, there isn't much of a battle because it's over before it even begins. Let's have a look. The seventh angel poured out his bowl in the air. Out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done! <laughs> battle over! Beautiful. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it ever occurred. So tremendous was the quake. The great city was split in three parts. The cities of the nation collapsed. Worldly city falling apart. Okay. Um, Babylon the Great gave up a cup filled with the, with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away um, and, and mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about 40 kilograms, fell on people. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. We've reached the end. Thunder, lightning, cosmic uh, rumblings. The coming of the Lord ushering in the new heaven and the new earth. But I want to give us, I want to leave us with a sense of um, encouragement and expectation. Behold, I am coming again, says the Lord Jesus, like a thief. You don't know when. Blessed is the one who stays awake. Now, I said we'd sing. We've got to sing. So this morning we're going to sing in Christ alone. Um, we might just be able to do one verse before I get to the end. Um, what key do I play it in? Let's see what we can do. That'll do. Thank you, ready. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song, my cornerstone, my solid ground. Firm through the fiercest drought and storm, what heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still. And striving cease, my comforter, my all in all. Here in the love of Christ, I stand. I'm overshot. Go find that song. Enjoy it. Lord Jesus, we want to live for your glory. We want to live in expectation of your appearing. We want to live faithfully pointing people to you. Help us today, Lord. May our hope and help be found in you. May we live faithfully as your followers in these challenging days. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Forgive me for overrunning. God bless. Have a good day. Look up that song in Christ alone. And uh, I'll see you again on Monday. Bye now.